You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number two, War in San Monte. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Hello. He's you were waving. <laughs> I, I was pointing over this shoulder, over that, over this shoulder. Ed, this is audio. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm really excited about talking about this issue. I, I don't know about you. Um, I I'm, think I'm still kind of buzzing after the first one. That that was that was so much fun to read. the The first one was fun. I think it. I, in my opinion, they get more fun after that. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're starting to get their legs under them, and yeah. There's some crazy stuff that happens in this one, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 talk about it when it comes up. So, of course, in this episode, we're talking about Action Comics or the Superman Tale from Action Comics number two. This is written by Jerry Siegel with art by Joe Schuster. It's entitled "The War in San Monte." Action Comics number two uh, was, of course, published by DC Comics, and it has a cover date of July 1938. Ed, why don't you tell us what happened in this issue? All right. Courtesy of DC.Fandom.com, which I am assuming the link will be in the show notes. It will. All right. We are told that Alex Greer tells Superman that his boss, who's trying to start a war, is Emil Norval, the munitions magnet. Superman pays a visit to Norval's Lexington Park estate. After dispensing with Norval's guards, Superman tells Norval that he has to join him on a ship headed for San Monte or suffer the consequences. Also on the boat are Lois Lane and mysterious traveler Lola Cortez. Good name, Lola. When they arrive in San Monte, Superman forces Norval to enlist in the local army. Norvell's plan to enlist and then escape later is foiled when Superman joins the army as well. They get sent to the front lines where Superman sneaks into the enemy camp and takes a picture that he sends back to the newspaper. Meanwhile, Lola Cortez plants a document that she stole from the military in Lois Lane's room. It's discovered and Lane is placed on trial. Uh, That's using the word loosely, by the way. Yes. She's found guilty and sentenced to death by firing squad. However, Superman saves her in the nick of time. He also stops a man from from torturing prisoners before he leaves Lois, telling her to return to America. When he returns to the army camp, he finds it being attacked by an enemy aircraft. He jumps onto the plane, causing it to crash. Norval pleads with Superman to return him to America. He promises never to manufacture munitions again. But before they leave, Superman kidnaps the leader of the two armies and tells them to fight each other. They discover that neither army knows why they're fighting, and so they make peace. (laughs) Wow. And as funny (laughs) as that may sound, that is exactly what happened in the book. (laughs) That's exactly what happened in the book. And this issue, I mean, I was sitting on the couch the other night reading this, and I was laughing out loud at some of this stuff. Okay, First off, we talked about uh, the opening little little dialogue box there that the, in the last episode, how immediately upon reading those, we get this like a uh, old timey radio yes, guy. Yes. And I, so I want to read this first okay. box. So this is, of course, continuing from the previous story where Superman had grabbed this dude Greer and jumped to a building, but missed 
And they were they're, they they're falling, and that was the cliffhanger from the previous issue. So it says, as they topple like a plummet. Did I say that right? Yes. As they topple like a plummet to the street below, eighty stories distant, Greer shrieks insanely the entire length of the building. <laughs> uh, love yes. it. So okay. I also really real quick. I want to point out uh, one of these narration box that I that I distinctly remember reading, and for some reason just just quite enjoying. And it was the moment where Superman goes to Greer's office, and Greer had had uh, warned his his guards basically, and and uh, the guards leap out to 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 shoot him. And the box says instantly, several panels about the room slide aside. And out step a number of armed guards. Next moment, Superman is the center of a deafening machine gun barrage. I really enjoyed that because, first of all, just looking at the picture, yeah, you can see that he's being shot at by machine yes. guns. Without that box, however, you're like, where did these guys come from? Because one moment he's just talking to Greer and the next moment he's surrounded by guys with machine guns. Yep. Really good stuff. I also, uh, my favorite moments in this book are, or in this issue, this story, him forcing the guy to join the army. That was funny. Um, Him, well, he gets, he gets thrown overboard Mm -hmm. by Greer's thugs. And instead of climbing back onto the ship, he just swims past it. And he he swims to land. He meets the ship at its destination. (laughs) Right. right. I also just, oh my gosh. The moment where he finds the guy torturing a prisoner and where did that come from? What? (laughs) The guy goes, let me go. What are you going to do? Give you the fate you deserve, you torturing devil. And then he just throws him to his death, basically, because he just picks him up and throws him one handed off into the distance. And it says, uh, for an instant, Superman poises the torturer overhead then tosses him away as though he were a javelin. The torturer vanishes from view behind a grove of distant trees with a pitiful wail. He's he's a flesh javelin. (laughs) I I was, yeah, I was not expecting that from freaking Superman. I mean, I know that these characters killed, right? That's always the big argument when we see Batman in a movie kill somebody. Batman doesn't kill. Well, he Uh, he killed in the Golden Age and well, but he doesn't now, blah, blah, blah. But so that was fun. Um, him taking out the airplane in the sky was kind of, was fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just grabs the two leaders of the two armies and says, fight it out, both of you. And they're like, you know, we don't even know why yeah, we're fighting in the first why? place. And didn't, didn't stop your war. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, again, a very short story. I, I didn't count how many pages. 12 and two thirds, just, just short of 13 pages. 12 and two. Th- yeah. Yeah. So far of these four issues that I've read, the last page has that little thing at the bottom. And this is a. Yeah. There'll be a, a panel or a, a third of a page. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this one is, um, I think something trying to get, I don't know if it's like a letter writing campaign to get Superman into the newspapers, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, I think that's in this, this story and the next story also. Yeah. All American youth. Uh, this was a lot of fun. What, what you think about it? Yes. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, not quite as disjointed as the first story, 
although internally for the story itself, it was disjointed. It, yes. The, the, the framework was there. It was yes. one frame and it jumped in that frame. Whereas for that first one, you had like six or seven frames that were in it. <laughs> yeah. So they're, 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 Cohesing is that mm-hmm. a word? I, I don't know, but they're they're cohesing the story a little bit more. But you can tell that still there is something going on because in the story he goes from scene to scene to scene, and there's no no movement between. Yeah, yeah. They uh, you know, there 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 comes a point in comics where you got a caption box. Anytime the scene changed, the, the they had to tell you that we're going from. Wayne Manor to the Hall of Justice. Right. Eventually they got rid of that because I get writers thought people are smart enough to realize that we're no longer in the Batcave. We don't have to mm-hmm. tell them that. Um, some writers still use it. Some don't. It's kind of a yeah. kind of a thing. This, yeah, it doesn't use it at all. It's just, I mean, there there's some narration boxes that kind of fill you in on, on what's going on and where you might be. But um, yeah, it's again, just breakneck speed. Um, the whole point of these stories is action, action, action. That's why it's called action comics. Yeah. Uh, so we don't, we're not getting really, you know, soup Clark Kent's personal life. We haven't seen your development. Exactly. We, with the exception of a couple of scenes, uh, in these first two stories in the, the daily star. And of course, Clark going on a date with Lois, Mm -hmm. that's really the extent of any type of Clark story at all. Yeah. And and I think the 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 way that this story flows compared to the first issue does I think nail home the fact that that first story was cobbled together from newspaper strips that they had originally tried to get published in newspapers. I also thought the the art went up a notch okay. in this issue. I yeah. think I think he's he's obviously progressing. Um there are still of course moments where you know you're not quite sure if you're just looking at faces you don't know who's who but and uh, the the S on his shield is very, it's very ambiguous, really. It's just a yellow shield with a red S. I do like his outfit, though. There's yeah. just something about the red and blue, which yep. is, uh, you know, the, the largest portion of the American flag, of course. Um, and, and the yellow uh, chevron, I guess you would call it on his chest. I, I just, it's, it's, I, I like it. I, I. Probably really can't explain why, but but I, I just like his outfit in, in these yeah. first couple issues. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, panels where they may have forgotten to draw his cape. Uh, it's a little, uh, shall we say, sketchy. No pun intended. Yeah, that's all right. It didn't take me out of the story. Nope. Nope. And it, it adds to, for me, the charm of this is what people had to read. Back, what is it, Stephen? Almost eighty-five years ago. Yeah, right. Ninety would be twenty-eight. So yeah, it's eighty-five, a uh, little eighty-six, something like that. Um, no, not eighty-six. I don't know math. I, I was a biology major. Eighty-four, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Um, so I, I would imagine that most of the books, which there's not a plethora of comics in 1938 to choose from. So, you know, um, they're like this. It's a, it's a very quick, fast, uh, get it down just so people know what you're trying to do. It's not the John Byrne, Jim Lee, Wills Portacio, hyper, uh, even 
JRJR, you know, art. It's yeah. very loose or very open or, you know, to, to get it in, get it done. These people had to collect six, seven, eight stories worth of art, compile them in a book, get it yeah. off to the printer, you know. So it, it just, I feel reading these books, re- reading these stories, and, 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 and I say this having the benefit of having read already all of Dr. Fate's Golden Age stories. So, but it, it, it just seemed like a, a less serious endeavor yeah. uh, that these people were doing, not in any way to diminish what was going on in 1938. You know, it's between world wars, crap in, in Europe is really starting to, to come down. And and these men, uh, most of these comic book creators are either of Jewish uh, background or are Jewish themselves. So they're very tuned to what their parents or their grandparents over in Europe are, are starting to have to go through everywhere. So it, it's not they, they didn't have it easy and, and they certainly didn't have it easy over here. And, and we know all of those, yeah. you know, n- nowadays we're getting more and more of those stories of just what it was like in this country not being a white male uh, for everyone. So, but I don't know. It it just seems the the tone of these books is just lighter. I I, I don't know. Than than a lot of what I read today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very light. It's, it, you know, and it's because it's an, it's an anthology, um, you know, they, they have to tell these little adventure stories quickly. Um, the purpose here is not to, um, create any kind of soap opera here. It's just, you know, they're Superman's going to go out and write some wrongs. And that's right. You know, that's if, if anything, they, you know, Siegel and Schuster are, they are telling, uh, lesson or stories about, uh, you know, a man with superpowers who is seeing stuff in this world that, that he feels is wrong and he does something about it. Uh, he doesn't just stand on the sidelines. He sees he sees a bully. He's gonna he's gonna intervene. And there is no ambiguity, right, over who is the good guy, or more importantly, who is the bad guy. Yep. Y- you know, the bad guy is the bad guy. You yep. you cannot question that. So yeah. um, that that also I I kind of like because that's you know I read comic books to escape. Yeah. And my preferred escapism is superheroes. And in my superhero world, the good guy is good and the bad guy is bad. And the good guy defeats the bad guy. And it, it's just, it's very plain, you know, it, it's yeah. just that complicated. Good yeah. guy beats bad guy. That's, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's the way these golden age, you know, when comic books first started, that's the way they were written. Yep. You had your good guy and you could look and either, <laughs> you could either tell by the way they were drawn or you could certainly tell by the way they spoke or what they did, who the bad guy was. So, you know, yep. okay, yep. my dude is going to do something to these dudes. What's going to happen? Yep. So. Yeah. And I, and, and I enjoy that too. I have nothing against uh, writers using comic books to tell a bit of social commentary. Um, I mean, I don't, I honestly don't think I would be the person I am today if it weren't for comics. Um, I think I've learned many lessons about equality and tolerance and whatnot because of comics. But sometimes you just want to see Superman take a torturer <laughs> and throw him in, I, I, throw him, in, yes. throw him beyond the distant trees. The the flesh javelin Olympics uh, with exactly. Superman in the lead. That's yeah, exactly. You know, and we you, they they do this whole almost a side story with Lois Lane 
and the other woman whose name I now can't remember. Lola. Lola. And that... Lola Cortez. That really doesn't resolve itself at all. It's like Lola's there just to put uh, Lois in danger so that Superman can save her. Uh, right, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they don't prove to anybody that Lois was was innocent the whole time. It's just like, nah, I, you're not going to shoot her. I'm just going to take her away. And done. Yeah, right. That's, that's it. You know? Yeah. I know Lois didn't do this. I can yeah. stop it. And so. Love it. Love it. Love it. By the way, uh, sometimes you may see people walk behind me. Uh, that's cool. I, we, <laughs> we live in a house that I... I say this and people laugh and, and once they think about it, they go, you know, that's a good point. We live in a house that is, that is, it's over 120 years old. Okay. This, uh, my, my great grandmother ran the town switchboard from this house. It was originally owned by the phone company. She moved in and ran the switchboard. The, the switchboard is actually down. It's a, it's a really small town. Um, we were the, uh, the territorial capital of Kansas. Uh, but we have a, a tiny museum and her switchboard is, is in the museum. But I joke all the time that this house was built before hallways were invented because okay. there, there's not one hallway in this, in this entire house. You just go from room yeah, to room. Exactly. If, if you want to get to the, to, to my bedroom, yeah, my wife and I's bedroom, we got to walk through the kitchen, through the bathroom, into the, yep. into the bedroom. And it's not a, it's, it's not a small house. It's not a big house, but, um, Basically, I'm I'm literally sitting at the dining room table. So okay. yeah, the I, I have well kids. I have two girls in the other room, and if they want to get into the kitchen, they gotta walk through this room. Go. So fair enough. Yeah. I've got uh, we we live here with a couple cats, and so it's nothing for one to jump up oh, in yeah. my face. I've, and, I've and, seen and I've so. seen it on on Boom Addiction. Yeah. I've seen the cat. Yeah, we, yeah, it hasn't happened tonight, but yeah, we have two cats, and this is this is the same workstation. I, I work from home. And one of them is often, often spends the day laying up on the table with me and I have to try to arrange things so I can type on my keyboard and whatnot. But I've right. yet to have one interrupt uh, a live stream. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You know, I'd like to show my cats off, but they don't. They, no doubt. They, yeah, they, 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 they respect. Oh, it's cute. It's, they, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, they respect the live stream there. Okay. Man. All right. All right. Um, anything else? things? Yeah, go for yes. it. Yes. Um, we get Lane as Lois's last name in this in this story. Really? We didn't get that in the first one? No, it was just Lois. I did not notice that. Wow, okay. That's interesting. It's just Lois. So uh, issue two was the first Lois Lane that we get. Um, the newspaper changed from the Daily Star to the Cleveland Evening News. Crazy. In this issue. I didn't notice I, that I, either. I, yeah, I don't know. Wow. And George Starr... Is the editor. Okay. So we get the editor's name this issue. Well, George Starr. I missed all of that. I just, sometimes I just get so wrapped up in the adventure. And this was the first time that someone outside our our cozy little group referred to this dude as Superman. Oh. It's the first time somebody called him Superman out loud. Interesting. All right. So those are, those are some firsts here is where... Mo- moving on into the present uh, of our of our Superman. Good deal. Yeah, I missed that all. Good good for pointing that stuff out. Um, I did make note um, that you know Super or Clark Kent is given the assignment to cover this war mm-hmm. in San Monte um, in in the previous story, uh, which of course he completely <laughs> right. ignores and goes to Washington D.C. instead. Right. Yeah. 
it's it's like he had some kind of sixth sense. Like there's something I have to I have to learn in DC before I go to this to, uh, yeah, to this no, war. Some somebody called the Superman hotline, and and he took that message and decided it was more important than going to to San Martin. Right. So yeah. Well, and then he he in this story he gets on the boat to go to San Monte and and Lois is there and she basically tells him that the editor uh wanted her to come along as well to cover the war mm-hmm. uh to give her feminine perspective. Right. But I thought it was really interesting that that even though I'm sure for them at the time I'm sure the main purpose of that is just so Lois can get in trouble and Superman can rescue her right. but still we're we're seeing a a female reporter that works for a big newspaper and is is not just doing uh you know kitchen do's and don'ts what the what the right. what the housewife should yeah, yeah yeah she's she's cover sure she's she they they want the feminine perspective but still she's covering a war yeah she's and going I, to I, the front line man she's, exactly yeah. I, I i thought that was pretty neat yeah all right is there anything else in this issue that I, we feel we need to cover I don't think so. I think I'm good. All right. I will wrap it up then. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you want to drop us a line, you can do that at the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. And if you want to help the show in any way, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and just generally tell all your friends about us. Just just get out there. Spread the word. Thunderbird. That's something I used to say on an old podcast. Thunderbird. Spread the word. Thunderbird. All right. So until next week, I'm Steven saying goodbye. Goodbye. And here's Ed saying goodbye. Ciao. Ooh, little little international flavor there. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.